these are harrowing times for Indian middle class. It has barely recovered from the harsh realization that its political and bureaucratic connects were as valuable during the second corona wave as the thousand rupee note post demonetization. Here comes another existential crisis. Twitter is trying very hard to locate itself in the crosshairs of the government and get itself banned. This harakiri could be the obvious choice after it got itself entangled in the manipulated media imbroglio and more notoriously when its employees were found working from home during lockdown when a concerned Delhi police went calling. Their latest act of intransigence is showing truncated map of India where JNK is a separate country. Guess Twitter too has got carried away with this partition's unfinished business. Before that, they removed blue ticks from the Twitter handles of Sri Bankai Naidu, among others. The fact that Twitter India found it surprising that BP's official handle was dormant for six months only highlights the need to revamp their government affairs team. In a setup where every minister is firing everyone else's licensed weapon, there is not much to tweet for a vice president. A septuagenarian South Indian, Mr. Naidu, represents a rare breed of humble politicians in contemporary times. Perhaps this was the reason why he was asked to convince an irritable Yadirappa to step down from the post of Chief Minister in 2011, who did oblige, but only after allegedly smashing Mr. Naidu's laptop. While many within the party cadre and even TDP wasn't too pleased when he was promoted to the post of Vice President, Consulting firms were especially inconsolable as they ruled the roost during Mr. Naidu's stint as Union Minister of Urban Development. That entire public policy has since been outsourced to a Nuevo coterie of consulting firms and OSDs is a different debate altogether. Middle class may or may not be concerned about the color of Mr. Naidu's ticks. However, it is certainly possessive about its own itch. Marx could opine that religion is opium for masses only because he had no exposure to this confusing breed that likes its intoxicants in various mutating cocktails. Slavic are comparatively a predictable race. When Marxists took away their religion, they took to communism, and when Putin returned their churches, they started venerating him. It is no wonder that of all the 21st century's platforms, Twitter was a proud Indian adoption, after Sonia Gandhi, of course. Having been denied any opportunity to read and write for centuries, expressing stereotypes and choicest abuses in 280 words was nothing short of biblical manner. Inflicting opinions had never been easier and cheaper. This, after Indians had comprehensively tweaked the objective of every available social media platform, and used it unabashedly for dating, snooping, bitching, communalizing, marketing, motivating, brandishing, and scaring. Hardly an exhaustive list. Even the creators of these platforms couldn't have been so ingenious. And now, just when tweeting had acquired snobbish credentials, a series of suicidal steps by Twitter is blatantly treacherous. Both mainstream political parties should come together, as they did for electoral bonds and conduct a series of workshops to acclimatize Twitter's global, regional, and country top management. It would otherwise be a collateral disaster, especially for Congress party, as it is the only apparent form of employment for both its young.
distraction from indulgences and consequent attention to inanities like corruption, crony capitalism, nepotism, and inefficient governance has been a proven threat to democracy since Roman times. As it is, the incumbent government has been wrong by improvement in an otherwise myopic public memory by vested cells, by vested interests called IT cells. Besides, Absence of Twitter might also deprive the only chance for millions to know names and deliverables of half the union cabinet, which is otherwise away from the limelight, unless required to share any crucial toolkit. Minority Affairs Minister Sri Mukhtar Abbas Nakvi, for example, last resurfaced only to remind his cabinet colleagues of the priority to find Tiddies, that is, locusts, and not Piddies, that is, Rahul Gandhi led Congress. Shutting down of Twitter would also mean exposure of middle-class tender sensitivities to ruckus humor of Baba Ramdev. Adding to their misery, Baba was heard taking jibes at another middle-class fascination, medicine, and its protagonist, Dr. Sars, thousands of whom he callously claimed had lost lives after taking the COVID jabs. Last time stammering became so popular, was when Shah Rukh Khan uttered Kir, Kir, Kiran in his characteristically gawky style that was thrust down our throats throughout the 90s in the name of acting. One had no clue that Ramdev too had a secret superstar and a Muslim one and would copy him to such extents. As Baba claims to have cured himself out of serious ailment with help of yoga, we too humbly submit our desi self-cure for the horrors of 90s cinema, zillion hours of Netflix. While he already possesses dignity and divinity, it might just inoculate him with some sympathy and responsibility. As middle class wait for next corona wave, with Haryana CM inadvertently revealing a ruling establishment's vaccine strategy, depriving it of Twitter would be nothing short of a criminal conspiracy. This, when Kangana Ranaut has already closed doors on the next available substitute coup by joining it proactively. With patience not being a particularly strong South Asian virtue, a government inching closer to half a mark only knows better.